Hey everybody, Adel Marcy here from uh, AdelMarcy.com and this is Adel Marcy Unplugged. Now today we're sponsored by PurelyHosting.com forward slash Adel and we're also sponsored by HarneetBala.com. That's H-A-R-N-E-E-T-B-H-A-L-L-A.com. Links in the description below and you guys will be able to go visit there. Now today I got the good pleasure of actually having the man himself, Harneet himself, just in... Um, to do this podcast, Harney, thank you for being here. Thank you, Abdul, for having me on the show, and I'm really excited to share a lot of information with your audience. Oh, that's cool, man. I mean, like, uh, I actually only got introduced to you by someone reaching out to me, which is really cool. They were like, hey, you should interview this guy. And I was like, all right, let's get him on the show. So you got to excuse my ignorance. I actually don't know much about you. Could you give me, could you give us all a little bit more information about yourself? Yeah, so the net, uh, it's like network is the network. So I'm really great that someone actually introduced both of us because it's really a great chance for both of us to actually expand our network. And it's really great actually be, to be on the show. Now, uh, talking about myself, I am basically a marketing consultant, coach, and speaker. Whereas in I help a lot of people get established their online business and actually scale them to a different level. Um, now I work with a lot of successful clients like Fortune 500 and a lot of six to eight figure businesses as well to help them scale up. So my passion is basically to help people establish and scale their online businesses so that they can actually live the freedom-based lifestyle. So this is pretty much about me. Oh, that's cool. So I see, I, like, I know one of your clients is actually Dunkin' Donuts. Is that correct? Yeah. How did you actually get in contact with those guys? Because I'm just curious because, like, as always with anyone listening to the show, I actually have some curiosities about how to break into the corporate world of this kind of stuff because I've never gone corporate. I've always worked uh, for myself from the get-go. So, like, how did you break into actually getting in contact with the guys from Dunkin' Donuts? And excuse my cat. He's going to be here all the time. <laughs> no worries. Now, uh, if you talk about the Fortune 500 and the corporate stuff, stuff of people, I think connections is a really good game over here that you have to play around. Now, all of these Fortune 500 that that they work, they actually try to give the international orders to international international countries. So, for example, let's say, uh, let's say Hyundai. Hyundai is basically based is a Korean company. So, the complete Hyundai's marketing order actually goes from a Korean company to a Korean company, and then they basically kind of spread it out across the different countries of the world. Uh, so, you have to have that kind of connections all over the place to figure it out where exactly the things are moving out from one place to the another place. And moreover, the another part of it actually is basically having some good case studies into your pocket that you can actually show up at that moment of time when there is actually pitching going on for all of these bigger bigger aspects. And you can actually show them some real, real talent that you have and the real work that you have done that can actually help you out in, in kind of claiming your position over there. So uh, I would say network along, along with that, some really good case studies. So these, this is a secret of getting some big clients on board. See, that's really cool because I really love the way that you're thinking there, especially with the fact that, you know, connections always help. And that's one of the things I've always promoted. And when people ask me how I get my copywriting clients, because I work referral only, um, the only way I get them is literally by having the right connections, the right person at the right time. They're like, oh, Adil's work is really good. Let's go ahead and um, hire him out because, you know, he knows what he's doing. And the same goes mm-hmm. here. Now, Kind of moving off of that, I kind of want to get more of a feel of how you got started into this kind of thing because it's really interesting to see people's beginnings, especially somewhere that's as entrepreneurial as India. And a lot of people don't know that India actually has a very strong entrepreneurial base. 
um, not just now, but it's always been historically quite entrepreneurial. How did you get your start into this kind of stuff? Like, how did you get your beginnings into being a consultant and even starting out yep. to where you are? Yeah, yeah. The starting was like really slow, but I was really having like two passions. One of them was like psychology, and another one is like technical instruments that you see around, like laptops and mobiles. Uh, so the combination of both of these things actually got me into digital marketing, and from there I actually started doing a lot of my own projects. So it was like uh, making a lot of niche websites, then ranking them on Google, then flipping them up over, and then trying to build a, a really popular blog then moving on to having some some personal brand where i am sharing a lot of information on the speaking platforms across the country so this was the beginning of how i actually get started in all of these things so there were like a couple of years of testing and then implementing all of these things and trying to get the results for myself and the the best thing that i did was i was openly sharing what i was doing and kind of telling people all about my successes as well as failures uh, through my Facebook profiles, through my blog that I was having at that moment of time. And that really got me the attention of the people and they were like really into like, the, hey, he he's like a genuine guy. He's really doing great as well. So when I was getting a lot of big results on, on a particular campaigns, a lot of people were actually consulting me themselves that, hey, I just saw your, your snapshot on, on Facebook that you just posted about about getting that much ROI from a campaign. And uh, I'm like into the similar market. I'm like into my t-shirt business as well, or I am into the fitness market as well. So can you help me out with my, with my Facebook campaigns? So um, I think outreach was never never a strategy for me. It was all about like uh, giving a lot of value, showing them the real work that I was doing for myself, and they were automatically kind of coming back to me for more. And that got me started into into the consulting phase. See, that's always quite cool. You mentioned t-shirt campaigns because that's actually something I've always wanted to ask about. I'm glad that you're the first guest I actually had that I could ask this about. What's your take on how these t-shirt campaigns are working? Because for me, I actually reckon design has a huge um, impact on how it's bought because a lot of people might say, oh, no, you can put anything on there and it'll sell. I don't believe I don't believe that. I think you literally need to have good design as well. What, what's your take on it? Yeah, exactly. So uh, I think social media is all about like human to human interaction. So while we are trying to do some t-shirt branding or, or any kind of branding on, on these platforms, we have to think from a perspective of a consumer. And now uh, you are 100% you are spot on that you cannot put anything on the t-shirt and it will just sell out. It, it doesn't work like that. Uh, you really have to do a couple of different things that can really make your campaign spot on. Now these things are actually getting in congruent mode your 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 design as well as your targeting that you are doing for example a bad campaign would be uh, a messaging on the t-shirt can be like uh, that really makes sense to the medical market or the doctors but actually you are targeting like common people and they are like what does this t-shirt actually mean uh, on the other hand if you actually make something that that is that can be a jargon word for for other people, but that that really makes sense to you or your community. I think it would work really great. For example, uh, as we are marketers, we are really concerned about the ROI of our campaigns that we have. So if we have a T-shirt that says like ROI is really important, or or something some some kind of graphic based on ROI, and we just target marketers, it would really work great. But if we have the same T-shirt that has an ROI logo or something on that, and we actually try to 
uh, target people who are not marketers i don't think it would work out so uh, the two wheels of the of the vehicle one is the targeting that you are going after and another one is the design that makes sense to that targeting is the kind of secret of success i agree with you entirely um it's actually insane how like powerful targeting is and just going from like a copywriter standpoint being able to give the right message to the right people is incredibly powerful like speaking to the right person i think that's actually the big differentiator between success and failure is knowing who your audience is now kind of going from that i love to actually put in other examples from outside the internet marketing world or the business world really and that is someone like say uh, do you watch mixed martial arts at all like, not really but i have a little information about that right okay so we'll say boxing because everyone knows like at least ever, i'm hoping everyone yeah. knows who muhammad ali is ali was brilliant in his time and the reason was exactly. his messaging was what he stood up for and who he was and he basically stood out in a time when boxing was still considered very boring and a lot of people don't know that but like boxing back then was quite boring and if he had gone out and was just another quiet boxer that racked up wins this that or the other without actually being the imposing force he was he would have never actually gone that far i'll give an example for instance when he was fighting sonny liston he kept shouting that he was the champion of the world he was the greatest of all time he was the greatest in the world and then he beat sonny liston and he actually called the round that he was going to beat him and made it incredible and the only reason that he could do it was because he knew his target market was young uh, was young black african-american uh people that would actually go and support him and the people who opposed him, which was basically white liberal people at the time, um, they, how do I put this? They were rooting for, they were rooting to see who'd win in that fight. So they'd tune in just to see him win or lose. So like half the people would tune to see him win, the other half would see him to lose. So he played the duality card of knowing what his target audiences wanted. So some of his target audiences want him to win, the other target audience wants him to lose. And it's incredible how that example shows up no matter what industry you're in. Would you agree or disagree yeah. with that? Right. Yeah, hundred percent. I think uh, people really miss out on a targeting on a, on a lot of different ways, and they are like very generic with the targeting. So I I just remember a few days back I was talking to a person. They were like talking about uh, I really want to make an impact in 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 this in in my market, and I was like really great. So I was like, who is your target audience? And they're like, um. My age group that I want to target is like 15 to 60 plus, and I was like, "What? Are you serious about it? Why? Why are you even putting out age group to me? You, you could have said, I want every, every, every person on the world to be one my customer." Yeah. And he was actually into the spirituality market, and he was like into humanity, into kindness, and into kind of well-being, and into like how to make make something out of your life that makes sense to your soul. And he was into that market, and I was like, "Why are you targeting like 50 to 6, 15 to 60 plus? It doesn't make sense." We you should start small and try to see where exactly your audience lies. And he was like, I don't know about it. And I, I just said that, that this is a problem because you don't know about your customers. So um, I think this is really a great point that we should be actually knowing who to go after so that you actually can do the messaging right for them. For example, uh, now if you talk about spirituality or kind of uh, giving back to the world, uh, everything would be different when a person is like of 15 to 25 He's like really young, he's like energetic, he doesn't know anything about God and all of these things. He's like, I, I'm the best in the world and I'll, I'll, I'll be a multimillionaire and these kinds of 
dreams and creativity is still live with him and if you like really give him a sad messaging it wouldn't really don't work over there right uh but if you talk about any person who is like uh 40 to 60 the messaging would be more related to like your life is anyhow ending up why don't you end it up in a in a really nice way and try to give back to the community and kind of uh, chant the god's name so that your good deeds can come in place and and these kind of messaging would work so i think targeting and kind of segmenting your targeting into different kind of categories and understanding their their behaviors their characteristics their their daily rituals and their relations that they have and all other things that actually matter to them would actually make a difference in the marketing uh, your marketing message oh i agree entirely there's so much that people don't actually do that could help them um with their targeting and that that's the starting and then of course you got the messaging and everything else that comes with it now kind of shifting away from that so I really want to get to know you as who you are so like what are some of your real interests like what are some of the favorite books that you like to read uh movies and stuff like that because it's always powerful to see what people do as their habits yeah so i have a couple of different habits that 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 might look a little weird to everyone out there um so one of the habits that i have from like past 4 years is like writing down my goals six times a day so every every 4 hours i'm writing down my goals on a piece of paper so these are like short term as well as long term goals that i'm looking forward to achieve now um uh, these goals are not generic and they are like very, very specific so for example if i want to meet some influencers it is always like i want to meet mr x or or miss y uh before this time and then i make a strategy to actually achieve that particular goal of mine uh why i do that is actually because we have like 12000 different emotions rotating around in our body all the time and uh, that actually changes our state and the complete focus every minute or every 5 minutes or every 10 minutes so this habit actually gets your subconscious brain as well as your conscious brain to know what exactly is important for you and then they the brain automatically conspires i would say uh, to achieve that particular goal so this is one thing i definitely do every single day uh, from the past 4 years um i really love tony robbins kind of videos and and the content he puts out he really kind of i would say deconstructs the complete success strategy and then basically gives you the complete environment for that uh if you talk about books uh i really love relentless it is a book by tim grover so tim grover is michael jordan's coach uh and he really helps you out in in being from in going to the next level so if you are a newbie he really helps you to become an expert so if you are an expert here that book really helps you to become become the a player and if you are the a player that book really helps you to become the icon so it really helps you to get on to the next level whatever the next level looks to you and another book i really love is by tony robbins and that is like awaken the giant within that book is really awesome because it really helps you understand the subconscious brain and the pain and the pleasures and all of these daily habits that we have and that makes all the impact on our success so this is pretty much how how i like to spend my day That's pretty cool. So okay, I got to ask, why do you write it down 6 times a day? I know there's like a load of emotions that we have that go through all the time, but why 6? I mean, for some people it's like 2, for me I know I write my goals down like every morning, but why 6 in particular? Is it just habitual or is there a reason to it? 
Um, there is not a reason, very specific reason for that, but but for me the reason is like I I really have like short term to do list that I create, so I try to create my to do list like from nine nine a.m. in the morning till twelve in the afternoon. This is the kind of work that I want to complete, and by twelve to three, this is what I want to achieve, and by three to six, this is what I have to do. So I get my to-do list prepared by by quarterly basis as well. Every three years, I have a different to-do list to kind of complete up in that specific moment of time only. So that is the reason why I really like to change my goals as well, uh, based on all of these things, so that my all the to-do list get in synchronization as well. That this is what is the what is the bigger goal that I am trying to achieve. So nothing like scientific or nothing like a hack. This is just what works for me. Okay, cool. So it's just more or less a personal thing that you do yourself. That's pretty cool, and I, I love the fact that you actually mentioned Michael Jordan's um, coaches book because that's something that um, personally for me, whenever I go on podcasts, I love to ask people what books they're reading, simply because I like to add to my own collection. I usually get some really, really good ones. Um, sometimes you get ones that you already know, but this is quite good. So it's called Relentless, right? Yeah, Relentless. That's actually going on the book list right now. So it's actually a pretty cool idea. Now. Um, Kind of going back on the topic of business right now, because there is something I did want to ask. I love asking all my guests this, uh, simply because I know they always love to deliver. And that's basically asking the three things that they can go ahead and give to someone that's struggling right now or someone that's like not being able to make that jump to um, living the lifestyle they want. So they basically have to either have a business or they want to start a business, but they're not quite there to the point where they're like, right, this thing is profitable. I can chart my income. So what three tips would you give them? whether it's mindset, business tip or whatever, what three tips would you give them to get from where they are mm-hmm. to where they want to go? Sure. So the first tip that I would like to really, really kind of, I got this tip after struggling a lot of times and after failing a, a lot of product launches and a lot of like uh, courses that I launched, I really failed at a lot of times. And then I finally came out to this conclusion and it really works now. Uh, the thing is like, I, I would say sell first and then build it later on. So I I know this looks like really cheesy and it really is not making sense, but this is the real truth that is working out these days. So I would be like, uh, if you really have a cool idea of a product or a course or, or like an internet marketing video course or, 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 or even a product or service that you want to launch up, I would say just put out a status on Facebook or social media profiles or write a blog post about it or just do a quick three minute video or just quick do a quick podcast of five to ten minutes and just tell people that you have already launched it and then see what is the result of that and if you get uh, enough number of sales to make you profitable then only try to build that up okay cool uh, so <laughs> my question there would be like what happens if you don't get profitable sales like what happens do you refund the people that paid or no, so now there there's a benchmark that you have to touch for that. Now benchmark can be like I, I'm I'm pretty happy with five sales depending on the price point that you are having. So if you're like having a target of like five sales but you don't get that and you are just like at two sales, so you can see whether I'm breaking even or not. If you are breaking even, I think you are just creating a complete uh, complete new course for free and it is really adding you to the, to your inventory. Then you can really move, go go forward with that as well. Or if you really are onto like one to five ratio, then you can actually refund the other person as well that uh, I have like kind of 
kind of delayed the procedure right now or it would take another one week to actually get the course out and I really don't want any any of my person to be waiting up so I would really, really like to refund up or if you have some sort of solution out there that you can provide up in a weekly basis so for example uh, if, you're, if you're launching out a course where actually you give one one cool one cool course one cool article or one cool video every single week you can actually start the procedure and then sell on on the on the way as well so you really have to see at what position you are on how to go around that okay that's pretty cool so that's the first tip so for the next two yeah so uh, another tip i would be having is like uh, actually find out what your goals really are and just write it down on a piece of paper for one minute so it is like uh, if you're looking forward to make more money it is not like you you want to make one more dollar or you want to make like 10 more dollars or it's like 100 or it's like 100,000 or it's like 500,000 whatever the number is actually write down on a piece of paper or if it is not materialistic wealth if it is any other goal as well write down on a piece of paper and the next step that you take after writing down your goal is actually create a strategy to achieve that a lot of people I see all day around are, are actually uh, kind of working on on their dreams and they are like I have a dream, I want to be this, I, I want to be like Adil, Adil is like one of the best copywriters I have seen, I want to be the one of the best copywriters or I want to be the marketing consultant just like you. Yeah, yeah like I'm saying, yep. Sorry? No, I was just saying just like you, so fit the words right. Yeah. yeah, so it is like perfect. So then person asks, so what are you doing actually to achieve that particular part? And and they are like, oh, uh, I'm, 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 and they are like, they don't have an answer to that. And then they start kind of all of these ahs and oohs that you see all around in the speeches. And then they are like, uh, I don't have a strategy for that, but I know I'm just putting in the work. Uh, I would be able to do that. It, it doesn't work, my friend, this way. So if you have a goal, actually create a strategy to achieve that. It might look like it would take 15 years to achieve a goal, but it is still better to create a strategy on how to live for these 15 years. It would really help you fasten the process. And uh, in the next step, actually implement that, that strategy and see what is working and what is not working. And whatever work is not working, actually shut those activities down and whatever activities are working actually scale those up and do them a little faster so that you can actually achieve your goal so this is my second tip that is like a deconstructed success plan to achieve your goal and uh, the third tip or mindset issue or whatever you want to say i want to really say people that believe in yourself and make 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 yourself feel that you actually deserve to be the one percenters a lot of people actually feel like they are not capable enough or they are not worthy enough to be the one percent people uh, but i think every person has really has that potential every person really has that kind of uh, kind of i would say potential in them that they can actually work on their craft and they can actually get be skilled and talented and then try to get achieve that particular part that they want to be so believe your believe in yourself is the third tip that i would really like to give give to the audience that's absolutely amazing see those three tips are great especially when put into the you gave some really practical stuff dude i really thank you for that it's been great having you on the show and i really hope we can get you back in a couple of months time um would love to have you back if you'd be if you'd be able to come back onto the show at all sure i will i would definitely be be, be love to be on the show whenever you call me like
that'd be great, my friend. Take care, and thank you so much for having uh, for taking the time to actually do the show, guys. Check out Harneet's site, which is actually directly below the link. It's harneetbala.com. Um, and also, more importantly, check out the, the apply the tips he just gave you. There are actually some great tips, all in all. Um, yeah, I'll speak to you guys soon, and see you on the next episode.